Two brothers when united form the Star Wars Majors with the power to review Star Wars movies and basically say anything that comes to their mind. Fighting the powers of the dark side with their mouths. Here's your hosts, Jake and Eli Hollingsworth. Hello everyone, I'm Eli Hollingsworth and I'm joined by my brother and co-host Jake Hollingsworth. Hello everybody. And this is the finale part 3 of season 3. After this we just have our season 3 overview and we will be done with the entire season. Then we will have covered two seasons in only the first year of this podcast being alive. Yeah. Which would be an incredible (laughs) feat. Yeah. And then I'm hoping that by our one-year anniversary of April 16th, I believe. Don't trust the the Spotify dates up to episode 14. There's a glitch there. Um, but our first podcast episode was actually released at the 16th, I believe, on a Friday. And then we released the second episode the very next day on a Saturday. And then that's when we started doing the thing. Uh, so... I was hoping that by our one-year anniversary, we could maybe have 100 episodes. That would be pretty sweet. But if we can't, we try. Oh, well, we tried. Yeah. Just kidding. Oh, well, we tried. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's actually the next season. But yeah. um, before before we start talking about the future stuff, we must – today we are going to talk about uh, – as we talked, already talked discussed with Brandon. At, well, you've heard – Brandon's thoughts on this movie, and you've heard the Is It Good crew, except minus Liam, mm-hmm. thoughts, thoughts about it, which goes into their podcast. They are quite good. And now you get to hear our thoughts on the rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. the people who walk on the sky. That was a joke. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsors. All right, yes, Rise of Skywalker. Let's talk about it. Um, yes, and this is the... The, this is the, the, uh, the, the ending to the massive Skywalker saga. Whether you think it's a great ending or you think it's a good ending, whether you think it's a bad ending, whether you think it's the most perfect and most fantastic ending Star Wars could have ever had, none of that matters because it's the ending we got, whether you like it or not. So, Jake and I are going to share our thoughts on this, on this uh, highly divisive film. Not as divisive as Last Jedi, but still very divisive. Um, we're going to review it now. Um, and this one is the result of just a bunch of crazy behind the scenes. Speaking of behind the scenes, I need to share a behind the scenes nugget. Oh, that's right. Um, it's been so long since we've done that. Wait, did we do it on The Last Jedi? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Okay, Uh, phew. And my behind the scenes nugget for us today is that um, that Carrie Fisher said that Force Awakens, we, like everyone can agree, Force Awakens was kind of Han Solo movie. Uh, and then Last Jedi was kind of Luke Skywalker's movie in terms of OG cast. Uh, and then Carrie Fisher had said before she died that she wanted The Rise of Skywalker to be Leia's movie. And that uh, didn't so, happen. So, let me finish, because I'm Sorry. about to say that The Rise of Skywalker 
is intended to be Leia's movie. It's may she may have gotten a smaller part, but Rise of Skywalker is intended to be kind of an OG cast terms Leia's movie. So there's your behind the scenes nugget, y'all. So uh, final Star Wars behind the scenes nugget. It may not be the best, but it is a behind the scenes nugget. So there you go. So overall thoughts. I mean, this is a yes. The res- as I was saying before, it's the result of a bunch of behind the scenes drama and a bunch of bunch of like craziness that went yeah. on. Because if you didn't know, originally J.J. Abrams said that he just wanted to do Force Awakens and then not direct any other uh, of the Star Wars in- movies in the trilogy. And so he left, and then Ryan Johnson came and directed Last Jedi, which, let's just say, was was very split. Everyone was very split on that. And so Disney brought him back to direct uh, Episode Nine and continue Ray's lineage and, you know, find out who's Ray's real parents. And Daisy really had later goes on to confirm that they literally had no idea that what they were doing. Uh, in The Force Awakens, she was supposed to be Obi-Wan, kind of supposed to be Obi- a descendant of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, and as I said before, I think I mentioned this, that you can hear uh, Obi-Wan. Yeah, he did mention this on The Force Awakens Yeah, episode. he says, Ray, and then he says, trust your instincts, Ray, or trust your feelings, or something like that. Ewan McGregor says that. Uh, so he, she was in kind of intended to be Obi-Wan's descendant, a relative of Obi-Wan. And then in Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson was literally going to make her a nobody. Not was, linked to the original cast. That was that was part of his, woo, misdirection. Isn't it so great? Um, so, yeah, that. And then, it, and then when Rise of Skywalker came around, they didn't have any idea what they were doing. No clue. Like, even on set, they still, the final decision, like, the final decision wasn't made of Ray's parents. Like, even on set. That just shows how much of a disaster this tr- this trilogy is. Yeah. But, yeah, like, overall thoughts. I know that we had mentioned this with um, Brandon and the Is It Good crew, but I honestly feel like, um, I know that they didn't really say this, but I kind of felt like Palpatine was kind of forced into the forced into this. Yeah, well, yeah, of course he was. But, I mean, it is cool to see, like, a zombie in the Star Wars universe, which we haven't, we haven't really, because we haven't really seen that before. But I felt like he was kind of forced, because, like, if Snoke hadn't died, he would have been the villain of this movie, I'm sure. But since he did die, they were kind of forced, I can understand why, because they were kind of shoved into a corner because they needed to bring Palpatine, they kind of needed to bring Palpatine back because they needed an, an, a villain. But, like, you could have, but you could have set it up at the end of Last Jedi, but yeah, they like well. Still, if, they didn't know in Last Jedi either. So yeah, they, you could have at least set him in Last Jedi, and then it would feel less out of nowhere and shoot and forced in. Yeah, well, you can't. You can't. Well, they. Yeah. Well, Ryan Johnson wasn't planning on doing Emperor Palpatine, and Disney put him in charge of the Rise of Skywalker, so he couldn't. He he wasn't gonna be like. Yeah, let's let's put this pro scene of Palpatine in here. Instead, he decided. Last Jedi? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. He said Rise of Skywalker. Uh, he he decided to put the post credit scene of the kid with the broom in there. Yeah. What and a waste! That went nowhere, and it was pointless, and it was dumb. 
really just to symbolize the future of the Force, which has been done so many times in the shows. Well, twice, actually. It was done in Clone Wars and Rebels. He's just like, yeah, look at me in my broom. I'm just like, nobody cares. They could have removed that and replaced it with a Palpatine tease. Yeah, well, they wouldn't have been able to do that until they, like, put it on Disney Plus or change it on Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean, that would have been, like, a huge, like, big reveal if they had teased that Palpatine lived in that movie. Mm -hmm. It would have been like, oh, my goodness, Palpatine's back? And maybe even answer the question of how he survived. Yeah. Because we, they never answered that question. It's just kind of like, oh, he's like, oh, he's back. And he's going to destroy everybody. So, yeah, but now, but like, yeah, this movie, I mean, I guess it's good. But, I mean, it's just, kinda, the more I think about it, it's kind of a mess. Because it moves way too fast. Because it's just like, oh, we're doing this. Oh, now I gotta do this. Now I gotta do this. Now I gotta do this. Da 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 da. And like, I know, y'all, you said this. Would you? You said that um, there's more talking and more and then less. And there's more talking than fighting. Yeah. Well, it's just a lot of J.J. Abrams like giving his 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 like giving those people just one line cameos. I think th- I think those were his friends. Uh, just giving them just one line cameos. No, I had a better no, no 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 scratch that behind the scenes nugget. Nobody cares. I mean, people care. Never mind. Forget I said anything. Um, a better behind the scenes nugget is that when they go to the planet uh, where Babu Frick is, whatever that planet is called, nobody cares. Um, they there's this guy behind a counter, and he's got like a, a thing over his eye, and you just get it closer to him in a powder in a pounder. What is a pounder? Somebody tell me what that is. Uh, they close up, close up to him on the counter, and he's like holding something, and he's just like, you know, to- totally uninterested. That is John Williams, and this movie was his acting debut. Really? Cause, yes, because J.J. Uh, Abrams decided to give him a cameo, and he was like, he was huh. like, and on the thing it was so cool because he was like, please welcome uh, composer and actor John Williams. So cool. That's interesting. Yeah, and, on, and behind him, it, uh, on like the shelves behind him, there was like Star Warsified versions of props from movies that he had done the music for. There was like a Star Warsified version of Indiana Jones' whip. There was. I remember you telling me this now. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew you. I knew I told you that before. And there's like something from Jaws, something from Harry Potter, something from some. I think something from Home Alone too. Not totally sure. Hmm. Um, yeah, so it was interesting. Really, it was really cool. Uh, but, but yeah, just stuff like that. He's just giving everyone a cameo. He's like, let's please everybody. You want this? You want that? You want that? In the words- should, and this is just a sad attempt to please everyone when that's not what a movie should be trying to do. A movie shouldn't be trying to please everybody. In the words... Be, well, sorry. Okay, in the words... In the words <laughs> of Emperor Palpatine from the holiday special, let's talky-talky, more fighty-fighty. Yeah, that's what people want. People want Star Wars action. But the point of a movie is to should be to get a point get a point across present a message that appeals to a certain group of people not it's not for so a lot of movies aren't for everyone and this movie was just like basically jj abrams walking around you want this you want that i'll give it to you i'll give it to you i'll give you this i'll give you that and this thing was just like you know it just it was an attempt to please everyone and instead it pleased not very many people because it was trying to do all this stuff 
trying to juggle all this. It was trying to course correct to back. J Let's get back to JJ Abrams' vision. It was also trying to set up new stuff and have payoff in one movie. So it felt like five thousand movies in one. Two uh, movies in one, yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like really, it's kind of like um, just kind of just really rush this whole story. It's like it's not like they were trying. It's a little too hard to end it, so it's just like let's just get this over with. Let's just let's just like move back. Let's just get let's just move this along. It's just mm. felt like there's just felt like there's it's too much in a hurry to get it done. Yeah, I have to introduce a Sith Wayfinder and you have to introduce a dagger. Which the Wayfinder thing, I felt like that needed to be in there. <laughs> but that dagger, that dagger's ridiculous. Like really, that's the best thing you came up with, a dagger. But anyway, I'm just going to stop there before I get enraged. You do not want to see me enraged. Get enraged. Yeah, um, okay. But uh, yeah. Yeah, the just introducing stuff, having to have payoff and setup all in the same movie, as well as continuing other plots and finishing things out and just doing all this stuff. J.J. Abrams had to stand there, or stand there, had to pedal there on his unicycle, juggling all those bowling balls. I don't know why he's juggling bowling balls. Uh, but kind of bowling balls, actually, because it's Star Wars. That makes sense. Yeah, that would actually the, make sense. Juggle the bowling balls while riding a unicycle. And um, he completely dropped all the balls. He dropped all the bowling balls. And he yep. fell off the unicycle. Poor guy. Well, he didn't fall off the unicycle, actually. And then, can I just say that I knew that Hux was going to be the spy? Like, when they talked about that there was a spy in the First Order, I'm like, it's going to be Hux. I thought, really? myself, I thought that to myself. I was like, it's probably going to be Hux. Well, I don't think I knew that at first, but then the second time through, I'm like, yeah, it was kind of obvious that it was going to be him. Mm. And then he dies. Like, he actually became... He, he Well, uh, he kind of became sort of interesting, and then they kill him off. Mm. Just like that. But then, like, and also... I, but I will give them this. I think that the whole Pal Ray Palpatine thing was really surprising. Even though they changed her like three different times, like they couldn't, they couldn't. Yeah, but still, I'm kind of mad at it because it's following the new trend of the villain has to be the most interesting character in the movie. Like, oh, it makes it would we could make her a hero, but nah, it'd be way more interesting if we made her a villain. Yeah. No, she's still a hero. It's just she comes from an evil family. Yeah, well, related to a villain. Like, no, we shouldn't make her related to a hero. We should make her related to a villain. Ooh, how much more interesting is that? Gigs. I'm like, well, it's kind of following a modern trend these days, so not as interesting as it should be. It's like, oh, Ray is a descendant. And I had it spoiled for me on Instagram, so. Oh, yeah, that's. <laughs> I remember that. I felt so bad for you. Yeah, like the day we were going to see. I think it was right before we left to go to the theater. It was. I remember. I you looked. I just looked at a picture on Instagram, and I was like, oh, what is this? It was like something for the premiere of Rise of Skywalker. And I looked at the, and I looked at the description, and it said, Ray is the granddaughter of Palpatine, and Kylo Ren dies. I was just like, what? Like, like I, I read so fast that I can't stop myself. So that was just like, I, I just read it, bam, it was red. And then I couldn't unsee it. I was like, ah. We even saw it the night before it came out. Yeah. So that's just like, I, I was, that's very disappointing. So it wasn't as surprising felt... for me. I wasn't like, oh my goodness. 
I was just like, oh yeah, I already knew this. So I, felt I might so, be biased. I felt so bad for you when we when you did when uh, you did it's that. It's a shame. It's a shame. Whoever that person was, you need to delete your. Go Instagram jump off a cliff. Account. Whoever did that. Whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Please don't do that. That is very dangerous. Troller. Like the sticking fork in, a, in an electrical socket. That is very dangerous. <laughs> Although I'm kind of tempted to do that just to see what would happen, but I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> I will never do that because I don't want to die. And then also, I my favorite. Do you know what my favorite scene in this movie is, Eli? What? Can you guess? Uh, I've said this to you, uh, I think, once or twice. I, don't, I have no idea. I'll give you a hint. His his name can be pronounced like Han. Oh, the Han Solo scene yes the han solo scene wow that felt incredibly forced to me what yeah oh yeah let's have a memory where kylo ren remembers han solo and he has a memory of him he's imagining han solo in 3d space right in front of him i felt like that was i don't imagine that stuff if anything, I would imagine the entire the entire Marvel cast, including Charlie Boseman, right in my right next to me. That's why. That's why. That do. seemed like an odd way to visualize it. Like, let's put Han Solo in the scene as uh, Ben Solo visualizing him, remembering him. Even though let's put him in the scene, like that kind of. I was like, so, because at first you're like, what? Why is Han Solo there? He died. And he ain't no Jedi, so he doesn't know how to become a Force ghost. And then he's just like, "Oh, oh, but, 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 you're just a memory." I thought, I thought that seemed like J.J. Abrams was just using that as an excuse, or I don't know, probably not J.J. Abrams specifically, but the whole uh, creative team there was just using it as an excuse. Just hey, how can we put Han Solo in this movie? No, no, no. Here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna have Han Solo be a memory of Ben Solo, talking to him to get him all fired up to become a good guy. Yeah, let's do that. Well, Han, well, it's kind of felt neat because they kind of glossed over that in Last Jedi. What do you mean? Like, they kind of just ignore it. They, yeah, he's not even like, oh, my dad's dead. He's just like, uh, who's, who's Han Solo? Yeah, they, they kind of just gloss over that. And this one, I felt like they needed to bring Han Solo back so that it wouldn't feel like that it, it happened and then we're just ignoring it. Because I think that just felt needed. But then also, um,. I was not. Well, I had a criticism in mind. Um, I felt like the Bray dark side thing that was teasing the trailer was a little bit of a letdown. No, yeah, well, yeah, that seems like another forced element. Like we see a version of of dark side Ray, which we all thought she was gonna like. Right, turn why? To dark okay, side. yeah, that's that's like same thing with Han Solo. Why do we need to visualize this in this scene? Of, it's like a Sith illusion, though. It's Yeah, but it's like her... It's how she could potentially turn out. It's like visualizing her fears of becoming... Because she's Palpatine's daughter, it's her fears of becoming a Sith, uh, turning out to be evil. But it seemed like they just had... They had to make, use that as an excuse to just put a dark side ray in there. Like... And then, ooh! This was, it seems like they were writing it to be like... Oh, this would be a cool scene for the trailers. Let's have let's have a a dark side Ray actually in there, and then we could put that in the trailer. Ooh, is Ray gonna become a dark side? Ray gonna become a dark side? And as we mentioned on the Brandon one, we thought we all agreed it would be cool if Ray did turn to the dark side because that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be the most interesting. Not this whole 
oh she's she's evil but she but she overcome her her, her, her evil roots she 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 may come from an evil descent but she, she uh what am i saying but she overcame now she's a good guy and she for some reason was allowed to legally change her name to skywalker huh either that or she just lied to that poor lady who just asked me what her name is yeah and so like it would be so much more interesting and so much of a twist reveal and it would be so much and i'd probably like this movie a whole lot better if they actually said ray is ray turns to the dark side and kylo ren turns to the light side and kylo ren has to defeat ray that would be pretty cool like how i said on the random one i think it'd be really cool if like when kylo ren's like running to save ray and he gets there but he's like too how i would have done it is like kylo ren's like running to go save ray he gets there but he's too late and ray has already been possessed and then we have an epic duel but no, because then that's Palpatine, not Rey, turning to the dark side. Or what are you talking about? Like when, Pal- like when she sh- like she actually strikes Palpatine down, and his soul passes into her, and then she becomes evil, mm. and then he has to fight her. So like that would have been interesting if she was. Then she still turns to the dark side, sort of. Yeah. But then also Palpatine, and also I felt not Palpatine, Luke. Wasn't I think Luke Luke was a nice addition, although I felt like he wasn't really. No, he was needed. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I can accept Luke Skywalker more than Han Solo. Ah, uh, Han Solo or well, Palpatine. Palpatine's the most forced of all. Like, oh yeah, totally. It's just yeah, just an attempt to please everyone, and it was just you know, just not. I mean, Lando was... And also, Lando was okay. I liked that they brought him back, because I like Lando. Occasionally. <laughs> the way you said, I like Lando. And, like, Lando was cool. And then Zori Bliss, I mean, she was okay. Even though we... I feel like I never really got to know their con- her connection with Poe all that well. Because um, it was kind of like an... Ath- it was kind of like a subplot, where we were exploring kind of Poe's backstory a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, um... She was okay, and then Finn and Finn just gets wasted, as we've established in the pa- in the past two episodes on this subject. Mm. Finn is just absolutely trashed and just like disrespected. Poor John Boyega, I feel really bad for him. <laughs> and then honestly, as much as I liked how Leia, they were able to put Leia in this film using the C- using CGI. Mm, I don't know. She looked a little weird at points. I mean, it didn't look all... To me, it doesn't look all the way rendered. I mean, like, I know that they did the best they can. That stuff is expensive. But still, I mean, like... I don't know. It just looks a little odd to me. And she she felt a little too robotic, in a sense. But then again, yeah. I mean, it was still really good to see her on screen. I think that's you just trying to nitpick. No, no, it's not. This is actually my actual opinions on, on that whole not ray leia cgi he's <laughs> not dead well at least he really is not dead but then could have cgi'd her to make her look like someone else <laughs> oh that would oh. be odd that'd be really weird they could make her cgi her to make her look like a hulk uh, <laughs> and then the final battle um as we've established i know that um they don't that vast tube that is it good and brandon don't think this but i kind of think this it kind of sort of copied endgame in a way like a huge army of people show up to help but then again that's like brandon says as usual in the third movie in a trilogy of like a big army to show up and like there's a war 
So then again, that's kind of that's kind of normal ish, but yeah. I still, th- I still think that it's like a, it's almost exactly the same. So yeah, it kind of, kind of is. It felt like they watched, they watched Endgame before we did, and just decided to put through that same kind of thing. Yeah, like, but like, here's here's what we have so far on our movie, and they're just like, um, okay. And then like also, I I will say I do like that sequence because the ghost from the Star Wars Rebel show is in that scene. Mm. That that's kind of what won it over for me. And then um, some ships from, like, the past shows they put in there, like the Freemaker Adventures main ship is in there, which is, a, which is actually making that canon, I guess. Even that, though it's, that even like, though it's, weird, awful, kiddie show. Yeah, even though it's Lego, which is kind of weird, but yet they still make it canon, which is creepy. Yeah. I guess it's just human. I guess it's just in human form by the time we see them there. And then also um, the Razor Crest is possibly in there because people possibly spotted that when the trailer... No! Actually, wait, the Razor Crest can't be in there. Because Mandalorian Season uh, 2. Yeah. So I get so questioning, was Mando in there or not? I guess we'll just have to wait and see in Mandalorian Season 3, I guess. Yeah, if he gets a new ship, then we can see. Maybe look for that in there. Yeah, even though, I mean, I guess Mando would have shown up to help in that fight. Because, I mean, the New Republic would have had experience with him. Mm. In Mandalorian Season 2. He probably would have shown up to fight, maybe. Yeah. But it depends on if he did it for a price. Yeah. And then, so yeah, I mean, this movie, it's not a bad movie. It's not as bad as everyone says it is. Would you say? Nah, totally not. But, I mean, but like, I mean, it's just okay, I'd say. It's not awful. It's not amazing. It has some good moments, I guess. But the majority of it is just a big mess. So it's just, I'd just give it a... Probably just the six out of ten. Ooh, uh, I don't know. Probably a five. Yeah, it's probably. I'm not gonna fight you on that. I agree with that. That's kind of where it falls. It's also it's also kind of a disappointing end to our Star Wars season that we had to end with Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. It didn't. And also, we we both agree on this. They did not do a good job of closing out the Skywalker saga in a satisfying way. Yeah, kind of. Even though Daisy Ridley has said that she's satisfied with Ray's ending, um, I mean, Ray's, Ray's the only one who actually got a good ending, I will say that. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but still, like, she's just kind of, like, out there, I guess. Yeah. None of the other characters, Finn and Poe didn't really get endings. Didn't really get endings, because they decided to devote their main focus to Kylo and Ray out of this whole trilogy. But, yeah, this is just, so this is just an okay film. Now, it's definitely not as bad as everyone says it is, but it's just not great. And this is where I stand on that. Would you agree? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to watch Eli Hollywood Enterprises. Watch me at JBH Studios. Watch both of us on Hollywood Enterprises. On Hollywood Gaming, Minecraft Madness. And also now on the Movie Majors YouTube channel. Keep listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening to us through this Star Wars season, even though one of the episodes was very, very late coming out. Yeah. We should have been done with this back in November, but as you guys know, technical difficulties happened, and we weren't able to do it. But we luckily were able to finish it before the end of the, end of the year. And also, um, should we talk to them about our about Soul? Uh, what we're think, yeah. like, tell them what we're thinking? Yeah, we might. We're probably... 
gonna we're gonna try and do it, but Christmas Day is busy, so it doesn't. It. I mean, maybe we like we said we'll try, but don't expect it. Yeah. So if we don't, then this is probably going to be our last podcast episode of the of the year. Yeah, and then next y'all get to hear us again in 2021. Yeah. Here's hoping that 2021 will be better than 2020. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, the, yeah, as we said, thank you for listening. Be sure to watch this on the YouTube channels. Keep listening to this podcast. And peace, peace out, out Banthas. Banthas.